Welcome back, one and all, to There Will Be Dungeons. This is Season 2, Episode 12, the last of Season 2 in the Waste Campaign. Ooh, scare. Oh, we lost Kyle. I don't know where Kyle went. His video went away, and he's not Robert! Robert got him. Oh, he's back. Uh, Anyway, it's good to see you all. We hope that you here in the chat room are doing well. Everybody at home listening is doing well. And uh, we hope you're sipping on a little bit of tea from our friends at phoenixbrilltea.com slash TWBD. Let us waste no time in diving into today's uh, fantastic session by handing the microphone to Kristen, who will tell us what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, the vexed voices from the livid liches told that the creature couldn't be killed with combat. Not a chump to charm, Stanley stole in and managed to make a meager mark before being bound by the mind of the monster. Hope and Nash knew they were next. Blindfolds beat the blissful blackout, allowing them to start a sightless search. Eventually, Hope made her way to the monster, what felt like an enchanting eye. It was the voice of the hand that revealed the kill switch. Crooning. So they all sang and slew the monster. Once free, a bevy of bodies lay before them. Nash found a ring as the liches demanded rights to them. Rights that were readily met with initiative rolls from Stanley and Hope. Now rejoin our heroes as they disassemble liches too big for their britches. How fast will they fall? Where will Stanley and Hope leave their broken but breathing bodies? And how many rings will the group end up finding? Stay tuned for the continuing conundrums and perilous pursuits of space. Hand it over to Bo Schwartz, our DM. There you go, Bo. All right, so we return to our heroes who are deep within the mysterious prison of Pentel Vice, deep, deep in the galaxy. Last week, the heroes defeated a strange monster from beyond. Where it came from is unknown, only that it was created. The creature had <clears throat> ensorcelled seemingly the collectors of this place and had them in a trance for what was apparently many, many, many years. As upon defeat of the creature by playing music, which proved to be its undoing, the bodies of the broom melted into corpse juice and a thick, viscous layer of bodily mash (laughs) lines the bottom of the floor. Upon defeating these creatures, uh, the party s- begun their search among the remains for a ring said to provide the collectors with their ability to circumnavigate the anti-magical field around this place. Nash had found the ring, and Stanley was disappointed. Now, the two liches that were standing sentry to this place had entered into the room and begun a search of their own, which the party did not take very kindly to. And when we last left off last when we left off last week, uh, it seems that tensions were growing heated as the party requested that they stop. Archer lift the obtuserizer and eggnails the maggot lord stop and look at the rest of the party in a moment of tension. Eggnails with the maggot lord begins. We have waited many years to find this. You will not prevent us from achieving our goal. 
Well, Same as yours. Listen here, Litchie. There's no way we are going to let you come in here and start looking for rings. Uh, we have what is simply known as dibs. If you continue to press onward, I'd really recommend against it because we will leave you not only alive but fingerless and remove any hope that you have of ever putting one on should you find it. Now, you let us go about our way, you let us do what we have to do, and maybe there's still a ring or two hidden under this muck and you can spend the rest of your days looking. But press us and keep coming any further, and I guarantee you, you aren't going to have a stub to put a ring on by the time we're done with you. Is that an intimidation roll, please? Yeah. Yeah. It's very intimidating. It's a 14. 14. Okay. All right. So as you're saying this, the other lich, Archilof the Obtuserizer, uh, has begun backing out of the room. He, he sort of got up. He dropped, and then he's moving, walking backwards, like not turned around and leave, but walking backwards out of the room to the entranceway of this room. Eggnails uh, looks, uh, hears your protestations and says, Listen here, if it weren't for this anti-magical field, I would be the one commanding you. You should recognize your betters and help them, for the wrath of the maggots is to be feared. Are you done? <laughs> no, I'm not done. Stanley <laughs> slowly reaches over and slides the corpse layer dagger out of his bag. And as he walks towards him, this little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home. And just is like tapping it against his fingers as he moves towards him. As you do, as you do that, uh, the second lich, uh, Arch, what's well, sorry, Archiluft, Archiluft reaches over to something on the wall and says, "Don't worry, we have time." Can uh, Hope try and tackle him before he grabs it? Uh, okay. Let's make a dexterity contest. 16. As you jump, as you realize something uh, terrible is about to happen, you jump to go to tackle him, and the wall slides down in place, and you fail to make it in time. You slam up against the wall, poof, and, a, and a wall descends, uh, sealing you inside the room that you're in. Um, uh, hang on, let me just fix something on roll 20 here. I believe I have something to show you. Uh, change layer. Yeah, there you go. See the wall? There's a wall there now. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to make sure you can't see outside of this room anymore. Okay. Uh, yeah. The wall closes uh, and Archer left has flipped some mechanism, presumably on his side, and just a large solid stone wall goes <laughs> and Hope bump, bumps up against it. And, uh, oop, I've got drawings. I don't want drawings. Um, and uh, Eggnails turns around and like whips around and looks at the wall and goes, "You fool! You've left me in here!" And he runs to the wall and he sort of, you know, he's feeling around the wall. He's like, "This was not part of the plan." 
I'll allow a moment for the party to react to the situation. I'm still over by Nash telling him about my dream. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Very good. Move me by you. There we go. Hopefully, like, back to the party and go. Well, we got plenty of time to find the rings, so let's find them and get out of here. Are yeah, we well, concerned? I thought the magic was back on. Well, I mean, that's exactly why we're not concerned. Uh, hey, Nash, speaking of, real quick, make with the ring. I mean, can I? why can't I hold it? Um, well, unless you've learned how to heal people in the last 24 hours, I need the ring. Oh, it's a decent argument, Nash would say. Let I me, will give it back to you. <laughs> let me carefully consider. Okay, do you promise? I'm not saying I'll even keep it. I just, you know, I'm pretty impotent out here without it. <laughs> I don't have anything. So, okay, fine. And I'll give him the ring. I'll Family's slip, gonna, yeah. gonna take it, put the ring on, and uh, gonna go over and uh, heal up uh, Union. She's mm-hmm. unconscious, right? She's stabilized but unconscious. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and do a healing word at the third level. And she will regain. Oh, that is the worst roll I could have possibly rolled. Uh, she's going to regain eight hit points. Okay. Not great. All right. Uh, she comes back to. She says, when she looks around, Celeste Prime, I'm sorry for my no, failure. No, no, no. You did fine. Everybody's fine. Everybody's here. You did good. H- how did we vanquish the beast? Uh, well, it turns out, oddly enough, you just needed to sing to it. Let that be a lesson for us, then, to think more differently in this place. Well, hopefully we won't have too much longer. We're gonna look, see if we can find another ring, and then we gotta deal with one of the corpses locked us in here but shouldn't be too difficult to deal with on too much longer the crypts surrounding the sides of the room begin to shake a bit as if something's trying to push up on them all uh, all nine of them the the eight on the sides and the one at the head of the room simultaneously Uh, Stanley will look over to the the corpse uh, guy the lich hey corpsey What's the it method of oh, the maggot lord? We don't dress have your betters properly. What is the method for getting this door open? He looks he, he leans up against the wall and he says Oh, I don't think I should tell you. Well, I mean you I've can got time to wait until your corpses rot, and then I'll take the ring for myself. No, it sounds like the walls might be starting to close in. Uh, then one of the one of the sarcophagi along the wall begins to shift open, and a little um, there's a little opening uh, where where the sarcophagus opens, and a set of gray fingers begins to poke out, and you hear a voice from within go, Ooh. 
Yes, that's right. Enjoy your final moments, mortals. Hope's going to walk over with her dagger in her hand and start stabbing the thing. Okay. Uh, yep, sorry, one sec. I'm just working on a, something here. Okay. Um, all right, so uh, make an attack roll, please. Twenty-eight. It's a hit. Roll some damage. Eight regular damage. Fourteen cold damage. Cold damage. All right, just looking up some shit here. <laughs> uh, what weapon are you using? The dagger. The, uh, is sorry. It's just a regular dagger. It's a plus two. It's a magic okay. dagger. It's a magic dagger. Per that's what I'm asking. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you do. Sorry, it's fourteen total. I think so. All right, I'm just gonna look up uh, stat block stuff here. Hang on. Sorry, oh, it's cold damage, right? Okay. Yeah, you do fourteen. So you you, you put your knife into it, and the flesh like. It's very brittle. It's just, there's no blood. It, it just sort of pops like you stick your knife deep into it and cut it, and you hear a scream from inside. <laughs> and then the other sarcophagi, all in a great unison, begin opening up, and hands begin cl- clam- clambering out the side of each of the sarcophaguses, and you hear a chorus of ooh. And these beings wrapped in. Um, bandages begin crawling their way out. Uh, I'm just going to mess around with the layers in roll 20, just real quick here. All right. And you see creatures moving forward. Ooh, uh, as they begin uh, moving out of the sarcophaguses. And Ignail's laughs. <laughs> Welcome to your doom, mortals. Uh, let's roll for initiative. Oh, man. I'm in no shape. 23. <sighs> A five. <clears throat> 20. 10. 20 for Varel. 10 for Hope. 5 for Stanley. No, 23 for Stanley. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Five for Nash. <laughs> All right, and we've got... Small, small difference, small difference. All right, at least as these creatures begin moving out of the sarcophagus, is pushing aside their, their, the, the top of the crypts, and you hear... Uh, uh. All right, um, Stanley, you're first to act in this situation. All right, uh, Stanley is gonna say, Well, I guess it's time to really give this thing a test. Kaboom! And activate destructive wave uh, at the fifth level okay they each need to make a constitution 20 save okay perfect uh just one sec um 
Scott, I, I can't. That setting you told me to change, hmm. I can't. It's grayed out. Oh, it doesn't let you change it. No. What? Oh, never mind. It's for the okay, how about that? Okay, say something. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> oh, made, it made it. That's weird. So it's off or on? It's all off. Figured it out. There's a set, there's two settings for the thing. Hmm. Voice thing, but well, um, it was, maybe it's okay now. Say some stuff. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, you're good now. All I right, should cool. take care of it. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, the, uh, the the the, the so what, what, what would you shoot at me? <laughs> uh, destructive wave. They have to make a Constitution twenty saving throw. All of them. Yeah, everyone. Uh, and can I ask? Um, is it does it hit friendly fire? The destructive wave. No, it's everyone I choose. So it's all the sarcophagi people. We're leaving Litchy Boy alone. Twenty Constitution save. All right. Um, perfect. All right, so uh, the ones marked in, I'm just going to mark them with the green here, uh, those uh, save. So four of them are going to take the full brunt of whatever you're doing. I think it's probably going to be half, if I had to guess. For Yeah. Okay. And then I'll break it up because there might be some damage type modifications based on what it is okay uh okay so first things first uh is going to be 16 points of thunder damage or half if they saved okay gotcha the second bit is going to be 16 as well points of radiant damage okay so and any that did not save are knocked prone. Any that did not save are knocked prone. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so. I just don't know what the first these damage being. type was radiant and the other damage type was. Uh, first was thunder, second was radiant. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Not that it matters to me. It was the same amount of damage, but yeah. And then it's 16 for the rest. Okay. Uh, so that's... Uh, sorry, I have to do math. I think 32. Wait, did I do that right? I've already deducted yeah. the other damage. Hang on. The first bit was uh, 14, right? It was 16 and 16. Oh, 16 and 16? Okay. Yeah. That's easier math. All right, sorry. Just got to do calcs on all this stuff here. Behind the scenes DM stuff. Chat as you may will wish. And that's 16 for each. So that puts that. You guys can feel free to chat. <laughs> we're just like, I've got, we're, like, I've got nothing everybody, to say. everybody watch Bo do math quietly, as quietly as possible. That's not stressful in the least. No. How, how do you think he's enjoying the math that happened? Oh, man. That I'm math, so boy. He's got a boy howdy. prone when he's done. That's going to be a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of math. That's all I got. 
<laughs> I guess yeah. I will say while we're doing this, the the second part of the move here, uh, assuming I, I'm assuming they're not all going to die. I don't know, but uh, Stanley will then walk over by Varel and Nash and hold his hand out uh, that has the ring on it towards Nash to where in theory he could grab it and take it on his turn and hold the Corpse Slayer dagger out to Varel that he could take it on his turn. So he's just going to be sitting there like <laughs> presenting presenting items. Um, all right. So I'm going to need it. Mark these prone. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, you want to move over, just hold out the two items for them to be taken. That's yeah. fine. I thought the um, green were the ones that saved. No, they're the ones that did not save. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And they're knocked prone. I just use whatever symbol. All right. And that's, that covers your turn for the most part. I yep. <clears throat> All right. Varel, you're up. All right. Um, I was out for when the maggot lord even spoke at all, correct? I believe I was already mind controlled at that point. So my understanding is there's a cackling big bad evil guy in the corner. I'm going to go stab him using this dagger that I've just been given. Oh, no. <laughs> so I will run towards the maggot lord with the dagger I've taken from Stanley and unleash a double attack. Okay. First one is a 21. All right. That's a hit. And it's a corpse slayer dagger, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, against undead, it does an additional 1d8 piercing. All right. Is this guy undead? Yes. Three? Kyle's turn for math. Yep. <laughs> People do math. Item. Everybody get quiet. get quiet. New item as well. Yeah, new math. Uh, new, yeah, it's new math. Forget that old math. Yeah, old so, math sucks. It's no good. 11 points of damage for the first attack. Uh, okay. Uh, what type of damage? This would be piercing and let's see if the damage is a special type on the I would guess that the I mean I don't have to guess I probably should just look but like um the the extra damage might be radiant it says uh, it says type. of type so I yeah. think it's just additional piercing because it doesn't it doesn't have any additional type but it is considered a plus one dagger so you will also add one yeah, to a, it so 12 okay. All right. 12 12 12, 12. alright that's a hit I'll reduce the damage accordingly all right, and then the second attack is a 19. It's also a hit. All right. 15 points of magical, 16 points of magical piercing damage. 16 points of magical piercing damage. Excellent. Uh, one. Okay, <clears throat> perfect. And this is all, all rather, yeah, unfabulous, just kind of walking up confused, looking at everybody, why we're letting this man speak to us in such an evil way and giving him two stabs in the uh, dusty <laughs> <Just> gut. Like... <laughs> <laughs> just shanking him. All right. Uh, and 
Okay, and that would make it. Um, all right, this. Uh, let me do this actually. All right, so um, now at these these creatures that have been moving out of the sarcophagus, they all move out together, and you see that they're old, desiccated corpses wrapped in bandages. Um, Nash, you might recognize this from some of your film viewing in in the um, solar mines. They look very much like a mum, mummies, like mummy, um, like old school mummies. mummies. And their 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 hands move out in front of them, and you hear them go, uh, uh, and there's this there's this chorus in the room of um, of moaning, and then at the head a more there's a different looking mummy. While the mummies are wrapped in bandages and corpses, the one at the head has the has this sort of like gold and jeweled like um, like neck piece with like tassels hanging down, and he has a like sort of this crown with also tassels hanging down and in ornate like shapes of um, dogs and such on the top of his crown. And he, as he stands up, he points to the part and he goes. Face your doom, <laughs> and the, the 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 his body somewhat turns into sand as a cloud of sand begins swirling around him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your Discord settings are, they're they're cutting out any time you do any cool sound effects. It's weird. I don't <laughs> oh, know why. I thought oh that was God. the setting. I turned off noise suppression and, and all that business. So I'm going you- like. Yeah, like, no, we um, don't hear automatically. It. Okay, let me turn automatically determined sensitivity. How about that? There, we there go. you go. That's it. There you go. Yeah. All right. Now we're getting new, the new computer, everyone. I got a new computer. Yeah. If you didn't know by now, I have a new computer. All my settings are defaulted, and they were never great to begin with. But <laughs> Discord is working way better. Anyways, um, yeah. you know, yeah. So he he says, uh, "Face your doom," and a swirling cloud of sand, like grains, like just magically start moving around him and um that's he is going to glare at everyone or not at everyone he selects a creature so nash you're the closest to him and you're sort of looking at the scene so you catch his glare and he glares at you deep deep into your soul he glares and um you need to make a wisdom saving throw please can do just that Please be good because this could kill me. Here we go. A 10. You fail. Shit. And you are now a 10. Okay, so you're now frightened. Uh, so you, that means you have disadvantage. So I'm going to put Nash frightened. Okay. Great. You have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. Okay. While you could, while. Um, the source of your fear is within line of sight. Yeah, and no magic. And you can't willingly move cre- closer to the thing you're scared of. Now, also because you failed so dramatically, you get an extra effect. Oh, man. Um, you're also paralyzed. So you're so scared, you cannot move. You can't speak. You can't pick up the thing Stanley's offering you. You're scared <laughs> out of your mind. So attack rolls against you have advantage. And uh, any attack that hits you is a critical hit if it's a melee attack, because you're just you're you're stock still frozen, scared. Like not scared because Nash is scared. You are scared because of like this mummy lord has pierced your soul and has you in its fearsome gaze. Um, so you are fully glared up. Um, 
All right. Uh, now, uh, as I get used to what else I have to... Okay, perfect. That means <clears throat> we are now at Union's turn. And Union uh, gets up, brave as ever, picks up her, the haft of her spear, rushes to Stanley's side, <clears throat> and and sits in a defensive posture, ready to hit anything uh, that comes at her or her charge. Um, now, because this mummy uh, lord is lordly and looks way more regal than the rest, he gets another action now at the end of Union's turn. And um, he uh, utters a blasphemous word. He <laughs> says, Ictus Rugder. And everyone in the room has to make a DC, has to make a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, man, we almost knew what it was. Oh, my gosh. A six. Ten. Uh, Fifteen. Seventeen. Good Lord. Everyone ex- Oh, and I have to roll one for Union. Yep. Everyone except Nash. That should be written on my tombstone after the last two. No, episode. I said Union. Um, oh. so, no, it's everyone except Varel is stunned. This blasphemous word has stunned you into not being able to move as you, as you all uh, freeze in place. And before you, as you stab, as you stab the lich, uh, Varel Eggnails then says, yes, yes, kill me! <laughs> Free me! <laughs> uh, okay, and um, so you, Tungsten, uh, the stun, um, let me just see this thing here on the stun. Um, yes, okay. You'll be stunned for one round. Got it? Alright, so Tungsten doesn't get his turn. Hope, you don't get your turn. Uh, and the mummies begin moving towards you. Hope the mummy in front of you makes its attack. Um, 18. A hit. It's a hit. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. My uh, dice here. Oh, shit. I hit for a lot. Alright, so first... Oh man, um, twenty-three bludgeoning damage. Twenty-three bludgeoning damage and um, eight necrotic damage as well. And I, you need to make a Constitution saving throw, please. I, now I've got to double check the stun here to make sure. Thirteen. Okay, you automatically fail strength and dexterity, but not constitution. Okay, perfect. All right. So 13? Yeah. All right. You, you're okay. No need to worry any further about anything. Okay, um, perfect. So the rest of the mummies begin moving. <clears throat> One moves towards Tungsten with its arms out. And then attempts to grip it in its mighty grasp. Um... And that's a miss for him, so that's good. Uh, this one, Stanley, approaches you uh, from behind, cuts you off from between Tungsten, and it's going to be a 21. That'll hit. Okay. So 21 will... Um, yeah. 13 bludgeoning damage. Maybe. 
13 bludgeoning damage and um, seven necrotic damage. Wow, why was that hard to math? <laughs> and I need a, a constitution saving throw from you, please. Alrighty. And 11. Okay. <laughs> uh, Welcome to my world. Okay, so you are now cursed. Oh. As 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 the grip as it grips you, seeping rot runs through your skin, and a sort of blackness, like black veinies, begins showing up where it's like crushing your arm. Um, so the effects of the curse are that you can't regain hit points, and your hit point maximum decreases by ten every twenty four hours until it's zero, and you die, and your body turns to dust. Oh. Well, that sounds <laughs> serious. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is. Um, so you were afflicted with rot and um yeah okay so all right yeah so it doesn't inflict any immediate damage it's every hour that you're gonna re- reduce your total hit point every 24 hours okay um that brings us to this mummy here one two who's going to make his attack against you nash great uh, okay. Oh, that's a lot of dice. Well, I think he has advantage on you, right? Yeah. Um, 15, is that a hit? It is. All right, make a constitution saving throw while I roll up your damage. Uh, that'd be a 12. Okay, you're okay. No rot for you, but you take nine bludgeoning damage. Oops. Yeah, no, you take an 11 necrotic damage, please. I... I'm down. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh-oh. Nash is down. <clears throat> Ready for a death roll save here in a minute. <laughs> okay. All right. Unless Stanley and, does. Uh, so now we move to this one. One, two. This one approaches you. And actually, well, since you're down, he's going to approach Union, make an attack roll. It's a hit. I'm just going to do her nine. Oh, that's a miss. Okay. It actually misses. That's good. Um, these creatures here also move towards Union as well. Make an attack roll. That's a hit. Now, was that one still able to get to Union being prone and having to burn half of its movement to get oh, to Oh, shit. Not that Thank it matters, you for reminding but... me. Uh, no, it does, actually. Yeah, so the movement is half movement. They're slow, so their movement's 20 feet. So that gives them 10 feet. So actually, he would be here, uh, Stanley. Nash would still be down. This one would not be able to move that far. So one... Yeah, it would be two squares. So we'll count this one's miss as this one. That way it makes more sense. Okay. okay. So um, so this one also can move two. And we'll get a fresh roll in for Union here. That one is a hit. So she has to make her saving throw. She fails. Or no, she passes. That's pass. Um, I'm going to roll up the damage. Eight. Yeah, I mean, she's down. So she, she also goes down as well. So they move really slowly. Stanley, you can see around you as you're kind of, as you're stunned, but you can you can still perceive um, that these slow-walking, bandaged men move um, 
bandaged undead move forward and grip both Nash and Union like terribly, and they both wilt into the floor and have like, uh, well, Nash has like this sort of, or no, you have the black growth. They don't have, have, actually have rot. Um, this one also it gets up from prone and moves 10 feet. Okay. Um, yeah. And I forgot to mention that the Lord also fell down, the Lord that you had. Um, so he, he, he hasn't moved from anywhere, so he has gotten, he has stood up during his movement. Okay, that brings us now um, to Nash. Uh, Nash, your stun will clear off because uh, that all, oh no, you don't get a turn, you have a stun this turn. I'm okay, dead. Stunned. I'm not, he's dying, yeah, he's got to do a death oh, save. Oh yeah, okay, you can make your save. death save. Okay, sorry, lots of, lots of moving parts. For mummies, this is a crazy ass like calculator thing for me. I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. no worries. Uh, all right, here comes uh, my first roll. Oh, why isn't... Okay, hold on. A natural one. Oh, that's, that's two death rolls. Two death saves. <sighs> one more and you're, you're dead. All right, we're going to put two failures in. Yep. Um, it's going good. Yeah, yep. reverse that luck. Get a natural twenty. You get to there just stand up. Yeah, that's You're true. You're a natural twenty away from getting up. Yeah, think of it that way. My Vegas moment has arrived. Let's see how we do. All right. Uh, oh, good lord. Now for Agnails' turn, Varel. He he looks at you as you stab him, and he says, "We could make this all end now if you surrender the ring." And we move back to Stanley. Uh, Stanley, I don't believe I don't, so. You don't do oh, anything. You're gonna turn, yeah. yeah. Your turn misses. We're back to you, Varel. Uh, on the miniatures here, some are zoomed-in faces. Some of them are torso faces. Are they different zombies, or is that just art? Uh, I believe that's just art. Yeah, there's different. Oh, I see. There are the zoomed. Okay, so the the, the big bad. I'll, I'll right underneath the big bads at the uh, top of the room here. I'll put the nameplate up. On the, he's on the right, the rightmost, uh, rightmost picture. That guy there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So did you see the, the, Oh, did I share the nameplate? Maybe it didn't work. I will make sure he is also additionally marked with a big red spot. There you go. Jeez, oh, I can't make it across the room to him without getting a bunch of attacks oppor- opportunity. Running by dudes. Well, uh, I will. Yeah, I will tell you eggnails will probably not use an attack of opportunity he seems to be just hands up you're stabbing him he's not fighting back he welcomes death hope's still going but stunned correct yeah everyone just missing a turn but they'll they'll, it'll clear off um and nash and the status effects like the rot on stanley's not going to matter till after the combat or if, if, if if surviving um but um Nash and Union are down. Okay. But I mean, if you, if you want to toss like each other's HP to each other so everyone has a relative sense, like, because it's like that's just a shortcut for saying like someone looks like they're cut up a lot versus someone who looks pretty healthy. So, you know, yeah. if I'm at, want- I'm at 84, I'm doing okay, except for the, you know, everyone's dead around me. Is yeah, but you're going to, yeah, you're going to have to spend your turn healing people i assume which will 
overall slow down any progress we have. So the deeps of these zombies or mummies will keep rolling. Yeah, hope is at 10. Yeah, so everyone's pretty rough shape. If I run across the room and get two opportunity attacks. Do you have a second wind, uh, Hope? I used it already. I haven't taken a short rest recently. Oh, shit. So I can get to Mummy Lord and start smacking him. Um, And Hope has a finger of death, but I don't know if it would be enough to kill it outright. Well, you better. You're in a situation where you better call on whatever powers you have. I mean, I don't see a world where healing them, uh, like, just to be honest about my turn, is going to do anybody any good. Because oh, there's wait, so many mummies, they're just going to be down. Wait, like, but I didn't did Ash a... get hit? He did. He's, wait, he's like, down. a round away. He could be dead this round. But he doesn't have, uh, he has mummy rot, right? He can't be peeled. No, I didn't get the, I didn't get the rot. No, I have, I have mummy okay, rot. Okay, yeah, okay. I didn't get the rot, thank, thankfully. Okay. There's one small blessing in this otherwise nightmare <laughs> scenario. And we only have one ring correct, and this guy wants one, and he says he can stop the whole thing. That's what yep. he says. But he's a lying son of a lich. I definitely would not, even on the DM side, would not put the trust meter very high in this character. Yeah, it's more just... Um, he's lying. I'm going <laughs> to shove know, him in a car- sarcophagus. Like, that's what I want to do, is I'll open up this one next to me, shove him in. That's... That's the difficulty of my situation here is the character choice is to shut up this rambling dude, put him in a sarcophagus where he's weak and can't get himself out because he's not buff enough. But I realize combat wise, we need to. I will say as an additional detail, the for the ones that um, the original destructive wave that Stanley put out, those ones like took considerable damage to their body, like visibly considerable damage to their body. Um, So if that helped, like tactically also looking at the status of various creatures, that would be the one next to Hope and the one next to Tungsten, as well as the two at the other end of the room. Um, you know, if it helps, I would say it put them in a bloodied status. I know bloodied's not really a 5e thing, but they would be in a bloodied status. And exactly. I'm, I'm doing decent damage, but it would take both attacks to clear a, a mummy. I guess I could clear the one next to Hope which would give her... Has she been unstunned yet? Has Hope is still... Hope's fine. Okay. Yeah, Hope has no status effects as far as I know. Um, she's just low on hit points. She has 10. But she has she has some she has some options that she's hesitant to use, but you know, might be a good time to use. It's up to her. Um, what I would say, too, on this uh, looking around the battlefield is um, you have... Uh, Oh, no, you don't. Never mind. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> you have nothing. Yep. I don't have the idea anymore. <laughs> Sorry. The <laughs> idea has left. Yeah. I was like, I have an idea for you. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, no, it's just that the artifact is of limited use in here, right? The Eye of Grosjil. Yeah, it's been unable to produce since we got in. Although, uh, if you had the ring, you could do stuff with it. But. Right, but that's on Stanley, who, who's the one who's going to heal Mash. Yeah, so logistically, gonna... yeah, logistically speaking, probably not going to work out. Uh, tactically, I guess we need to make sure Tungsten Wheel doesn't die or receive curse, so I need to take out that guy. Yes, indeed. 
All right, let's go. Um, so I'll I'll vault over the nearby sarcophagus and head to the mummy that is attacking Tuxton Wheel and attempt to give it a double attack. And I will enter my rage as well, uh, but I will not flame burst as it could hurt those with low hit points. It's very kind of you. Roll away dice, not that it'll but, matter. Uh, <laughs> so we got a 25 on the first attack. Okay. would be a 3, 8, 11, 16, 17, 20 points of piercing magical damage. 21 points of pure magical damage? 20. Sorry, was that the attack roll or the thing I was reading text? My apologies. Uh, it, was a, it was a 25 to hit, and the okay, damage is 20. 20. Okay, perfect. That is a hit. Um, with the knife, the Corpse Slayer knife, that's the total? Correct. All right, you do a you put it the sink the dagger straight in. It seems to do a lot of damage. Ah! Doesn't quite kill it. All right, then we'll get the other attack and roll that with a twenty not natural. Okay, twenty not natural. Perfect. That's a hit. Three, six, eleven points of magical piercing damage. All right, describe the slaying of this creature. Uh, if it's kind of on Tuxton, all zombie movie style, reaching out, he's kind of holding it back. I will give it a stab in the neck, and the rest of it's kind of a whoosh, through the rest of the neck, and the head spins in the air so that the jaw all off to the side goes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And as that happens and hits, the body disintegrates into dust, like it rots into, into a brittle cloud of, of rot, and the bandages fall to the ground. Awesome. Um, I will continue my movement with the remaining movement I have and get to this position here so that I might be targets of the one next to Nash and the one next to Stanley. Okay, excellent. Good call. All right, so you move to that location. Uh, now, what ends... Uh, so now, the, the at the end of your turn, seeing that you've slain one of him, you hear a voice go, You... And the mummy lord transforms into a cloud of sand. And the sand shoots around the room. And lands behind Varel. And now it is the mummy lord's turn. And he will uh, make an attack on you with his dreadful glare. Need you to make a wisdom saving throw. And if you still have those, um, what I would say to everyone, if you still have those uh, tokens that I gave a while back that we forgot completely about, just count those as inspiration if you need them, since I don't want to rob you of your toys. 16? You're good. You save. Um, so so he glares at you and nothing happens. And, and, and you, you, know, you rebuke him with your own facial expression. <laughs> 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 um, all right, and, and he it's like also... literally that scene in the Mummy where he roars at uh, Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. Arnold right. Vosloo, by the way, is the name of that actor. I love him; he's right. amazing. The t- attack rolls made against you uh, as well. Fifteen? Um, no, fifteen. Miss. Yeah. 
Uh, so again, he attempts to clutch you now with his fist, and it, it misses. You survive the Mummy Lord's attacks. Um, Union is down. She needs to make her first death save. Don't she make one already? I guess not. Um, seven. That's a fail. Uh, tungsten as well is behind you. <laughs> I'm not sure what to do with Tungsten. Uh, <laughs> He's very afraid. All right. So, uh, yeah, he has no weapons. He has nothing that he can do. So he says, uh, he calls out to you, Stanley, toss me a weapon. Toss me a weapon. More accent. And as he moves um, to your back here and he gets close to you to hopefully not be separated. Do you want him here or here? I don't mind if you give him a bit of direction just so you I can I mean, he's around. he's in danger either way. I really don't want him there, but he, he can go where he wants to go, where he right. feels is right. All right, I've, I'm going to get a sense that there's going to be better. Yeah. All right, he moves close to you with an arm outstretched to clasp maybe some sort of weapon or something like that. Um, Hope, you're up. Okay. Uh, knowing she's probably going to be going down soon. She'll take a look at her monstrous hand and then she'll hold it up and point it at the mummy lord and cast Finger of Death. A finger, sorry, Finger of Death on the lord, like the lord itself? Yeah, the mummy lord. Is that a touch range or are you able to? It's 60 feet as long as she can see him. Okay, so can you just, let's describe what this is. This is important even just visually uh, because this is a badass move here um, let me just get your your sheet open here sorry finger of death oh it's, it's not linked in here I am sorry about that I hate I wasn't able to, to do that in the description so I just gotta look it up finger of death here. There we go. All right, level level seven spell. You send negative energy coursing through a creature you can see within range, causing it searing pain. Okay, it's just it's negative energy, so it's like being toxic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> second MOBA and, and stuff, <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on, man. A humanoid killed by the zombie at the start of turn turns into a zombie permanently under your control. Hmm. Um, okay, so uh, perfect. So you you any any way you want to describe like how this might look how your character like is it just does your finger glow is there is you know it could be invisible okay the the way i see it going down is that the arm starts to glow with a a black light mm-hmm. and then the creature that's being targeted starts to glow as well and then the arm will start shaking and shaking and shaking and then it'll close its palm and that's when the damage is done so kind of like popping something after a buildup of energy Oh boy. Okay. Um, Popping mummy. There's no, there's no save on this either, it looks like, huh? Uh, it looks like a constitution save, and the save is 18. So half damage on a save. Okay. The save is not made. So 70 damage. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's really good. So 
This is very heartbreaking, Kristen. I'm, I'm super sorry. You speak out the word of death and the energy moves in the way that you describe from your black lit glowing finger to the creature, but it seems as, as it enters into the, the body of it and, and surrounds, he seems entirely unaffected by it, having an immunity to the damage type that's there apparently as he, as it, as it, as it, it's just, it just sort of enters, looks like it's doing something, but doesn't do something. And, and you hear, you see his head and attention turn to you. Death, he says. Um, yeah, sorry. The, the spell successfully cast, successfully done, but it has not done any damage to the creature. Being of a damage type, he is immune to. Um, anything else you'd like to do with your turn? No, that'd be it. All right. Um we're, okay, so the mummies are now here, so we're gonna do some attack rolls. Uh, Varel, another mummy's hitting you from that angle as he looks towards his lord to protect him. Uh, 15's not gonna hit. Yep, miss. Uh, Stanley, the one next to you, uh, is going to walk over Nash's corpse. Oh no, no! Not gonna do any damage, is he? All right, and the attack roll is under. It's like um four plus. Uh, it's eleven. It's not a hit, right? No, that's not gonna no. do it. Yeah. Got a ways to go. All right, another one steps forward as well on your other side because he's close there. Uh, twenty-seven or not? 27. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that that. No, that's that's wrong. <laughs> hang on, I just forgot the modifier real quick. Uh, 23, 23. Yeah, it's still good. Not, 20 anything will do. I don't think they're capable of 27. Um, okay. Uh, seeing that there's no way around, this one actually has to walk one, two. Well, we'll make them take the slow way around. They're mummies. One, two, three, four. We'll give you a chance. One. All right, so that one doesn't make it there. Oh, I got to do damage dice for you. So can you roll your saving throw, please, for constitution? Yeah. This one so, doesn't have a high requirement, as you recall. Well, it's I already got mummy rot, so oh. I get more mummy rot. Oh, then don't. Yeah, I don't think you can. <laughs> it's not stackable. It's fine. It's a mummy um, rot squared. Yeah, it's just mummy rot for days over here. It's just super mummy rot. 11, 11 uh, bludgeoning. Okay. And uh, six necrotic. Okay. All right. <laughs> and another another zombie moves into this location. Uh, Varel, another zombie. Oh, no. Not a zombie. Mummy moves at you from behind, makes its attack roll. Um, Mummy's 21. just a zombie dressed to a hit, I think, right? 21? It's a mummy. <laughs> Against Pharrell, it's 21, please. Uh, sorry, not 21, but it's a hit. Um, can you do your constitution save, please, Pharrell? Oh, yes. 14. 14. Okay, you are now inflicted. Oh, no, no, you save. Sorry, you save. A lot of different DCs floating around my head right now. Um, you take 14 bludgeoning. Okay. And six necrotic damage, please. Okay. That's, I think, every. Oh, the one next to Hope's got it. You're getting, mm. getting attacked. Um, no, 12. That's a miss, right? Yeah. Nice. Okay. It's a miss on that one. Um, Nash, you're up for death saving throw. 
Oh boy, here it is. Everyone give Nash. If you have send Nash the the big send energy. Send Nash the biggest the big luck energy here. No terrified. pressure, man. Mm, terrified. Here we go. I'm closing my eyes actually. A ten. That's a success. That's a success. Well done. All You're right. still in it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. That's Eggnails laughing. <laughs> He's laughing all throughout the room. Yeah. Stanley, it's your turn, and you're not stunned. Let's friggin' try this one more time, uh, because healing isn't going to help anybody at this point. Sorry, Nash. You're just going to get hit by more mummies. Understand. So, I do. Stanley, seeing that healing isn't going to save his friends, getting rid of mummies is going to save his friends, is going to cast Destructive Wave one more time at the fifth level. Constitution thirty, or, I'm sorry, Constitution twenty saving throw. Oh, we've leveled up the destructive wave this time, have we? No, that's what it was before. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Sorry again. I don't know. Numbers are not working with my brain today. Oh my gosh, the damage is exactly the same. So whatever you did last time, just do it again. All right, I've got three failures so far. Hey, pretty good. Four failures. One time. Twenty is a high number. So here's a save here. Yeah, it is a high number. There's one save there. Okay, there's a second save here. Two have saved. Oh, nah, that's a one. That's great. All right, now for the Mummy Lord. The Mummy Lord, what is your constitution? Oh, failure for the Mummy Lord as well. Roll your damage. I rolled the exact same. 16 Thunder followed by 16 Radiant. 16, okay, so 32? Yep. All right. Thir Unless right. the Radiant has a different effect. Thir sorry, 32. Again, I got... You know what? I should have a calculator app. I'm going to open the calculator app on my brand new PC. <laughs> calculator. <laughs> well, I was like, new PC can run calculator while D&Ding at the same time. Yeah, 10 out of 10 D &D. PC. <laughs> Man, that's hot. Exactly. Hot hardware. Honestly, guys, roll 20 is like working so well, it's a little distracting. I'm used to it sucking and having to compensate, and I'm like, I oh, know this is great. Um, all right, 19. Okay, so um, you you managed to take out three of the zombies, uh, mummies. I keep saying mummies. Uh, hope the one in front of you uh, dissolves in radiant light as the uh, destructive wave that emanates from Stanley in the center of the room goes boom, roll. And the one in front of you goes down. Um, the one uh, directly in front of you, Stanley, is damaged heavily. The one to your right, I didn't. Do, I haven't done math on all these. Sorry. Uh, the two in front of you take heavy damage as their um, their, their their wraps are seared and more of their flesh is exposed. And you see their lipless teeth going. Hey. Um, the one next to Union on the far end and the one in front of Tungsten both also. Oh no, that one didn't go down. Uh, the one behind Varel uh, melts. The rest of them take heavy, heavy damage. Um, the Mummy Lord, I gotta also do the math on it. Um, you know, takes bloody damage here, and his, it, 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 lots of his um, wraps also go, come burning off. As you're now down to four mummies in the room, plus the Mummy Lord from nine. Um, are either of the mummies in front of me? Uh, did they fail? Uh, yeah, the one in... Oh, yeah, right. The ones marked with the green sticker are yeah. prone. 
Okay. So th- uh, they're knocked down onto the ground. I don't know if this, I would assume this might work still with the holding the ring. I'm not sure, but Stanley's going to say parlay and see if diplomacy will float and do its usual business. Absolutely. I assume right. that when you saw Nash go down, you quickly thumbed it back onto your finger. <laughs> you know, like uh, Yeah, I never took it off. I just was holding it out so that he could grab it Perfect. if he needed it. That, that, that's even more rules compliant, so that's great. Uh, so <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have Diplomacy strike the one that's prone, which is a strike with advantage being prone. Okay, so Diplomacy comes out and strike it. 26 to hit. It's a hit. Man, you could have done a little it. better Diplomacy. Jesus. Uh, six points of piercing damage to all right. The diplomacy problem. flies out and does a bit of damage to it, stabs it, but still on the ground going. Uh, like all right, all so you've right. done a considerable amount of damage. Um, anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, I don't think so. I think that's all I got. All that's right, all I so, got. Um. So uh, at the end of your your turn, the Mummy Lord will take an action, uh, a legendary action. Um, He's going to use Blinding Dust, and each creature within five feet must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Uh, That's you, Varel. Okay. As as, like like sand thickens all around him, he's got this circly cloud of sand around him. I should probably make a little thing here. Tell him a 27. Uh, 27. Okay, well, it doesn't affect you. You're not blinded. As you sh- easily shield your eyes with your scales, you, you bend your eyes in a certain way, and then the sand oh, completely God. stays. Blinded by sand. That'd be the most shameful thing on the planet. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. So you're really, you're really effective. In fact, and you rolled so well, you were permanently protected against disability. No more saving throws required. <laughs> For that advocacy Look, of your character, uh, you're permanently not like, affected by this. Are you serious? <laughs> I sleep in sand. <clears throat> no kidding. You merely inherited the sand. I was born into it. Yeah. He right. eats sand for dinner, for hell's sakes. Yeah. On my Varel, burgers. Varel, it's your <laughs> turn. Sand you laugh burger. off the sand defense. Yeah, I'll attack this guy who's throwing sand in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking it's a big deal. Recklessly, no less. Let's attack him recklessly. Uh Oh, can I? <laughs> Wait, where, where's Nash? He's, he's under one under of the zombies. A, Actually, he's, he's that dead. zombie is lying prone on top of Nash's corpse right now. Okay. <laughs> With a rapier stuck in him. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. You were careful not to stab Nash with the diplomacy. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, screen <laughs> crawled on, but it's okay. You know, little little DC discovery zone never hurt anybody. All right, first attack is a twenty-six. A twenty-six. Um, okay, is it? Yeah, sorry. Give him a. Seventeen points of magical piercing damage to the mummy lord. Okay, uh, magical piercing damage. So that works. Uh, yep. Let's make your next roll. He's not down. All right. Stab goes in. A nineteen. So a thirty. 
A thirty. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Twelve, thirteen, eighteen points of magical piercing damage. Um, yeah. You describe your slaying of the mummy lord. Is there anything where particular he's been shooting sand out of? It's everywhere. His whole body just sort of turns into sand around himself. All right. Well, what I'd like to do is, since he tried to blast me in the eyes with it, I'm going to do a little... Ooh, like flip of the knife so I'm holding it you know stabby upper dagger style yeah and just one eye bloop and then right into the other eye bloop <laughs> okay and, and you, so you stab like twice yeah pulling it out with a big kind of arch of sand that flies out of him so I bring it back in again there's so totally thing. an arch of sand that yeah. flies out when you stab so you stab him twice and then he begins convulsing in both eyes poof and he poofs into a pile of sand and then you see this black, rotted, twisted heart drop on top of the pile of sand. And he's dead. Excellent. All right. Um, I will use my movement to stay in range of this guy next to me. Uh, oh, no, that, that would still keep me actually in flame bursting Stanley range. So I will... I'll kind of move move next to the zombie or uh, mummy next to me to kind of be its primary target. Okay, Keep perfect. All right, um, Union makes the next her next save. It's a failure. One save, one failure. Uh, Tungsten, um, uh, seeing seeing her, his niece, like noticing his niece and being in this location and finally able to act again, um, actually moves down to do a, a stabilization throw on his niece. A medicine check. Okay. He's able to stabilize her. No more need for death saving throws. That's what he does with this turn. Um, Hope, you're up next. Hope will move up to the zombie closest to her and stab it with her three attacks. Okay. Fifteen for the first one. It's uh, a hit. Ten piercing and okay. eleven ice. Cold. All right. Describe how you slay the creature. Uh, just a quick stab to the back of the neck. All right. You run the... by because you still have movement. Maybe you just run by and you give it that quick stab to the back, and then it poofs into dust as it as it falls to the ground and rots away into to dust. Uh, and you hear the splish splash of corpse juice as you run across and, and give it the stab. Uh, you still have movement and attacks. Awesome. She'll continue on to the one next to Union and Stanley. Okay. That's one, two, three, four, five. So that's your full, it's 30 feet. I don't know if that's your full movement. It's 30 feet. Yeah, that would be full. So okay. she'll do her next attack and then a third one if necessary. Okay. 28 to hit. Yeah, it's a hit. Roll damage. Ten piercing and nine cold. All right. You also slay this one. Describe your slaying of this creature. Uh, once again, a quick slash to the back of the neck. All right. Quick slash to the back of the neck, and it dissipates right in front of Stanley's eyes. Into, into dust. Um, she can throw it. Yeah. You can, cool. throw your, you can throw daggers. 
She will then throw her dagger at the one next to it, next to Stanley. Just make sure you don't hit part, Nash, Nash's legs and body parts or else stick it out of there. <laughs> she can't hurt me any more than I'm hurt, though. Oh, I mean, I can uh, If she hits you, you'll die. You can get hurt while you're Oh, is that true? I didn't know. That's yeah, true. It's called right. coup de gras. Or coup de, coup I mean, de gras. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do you dirty one. like that. I'm not gonna, Just don't roll a one. You roll yeah, a one? I can't guarantee I, I wouldn't roll a one. So just don't I'll, roll a I'll one. I be, I'll be tempted to... to, 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 to be, Hope to, will to be... stay her dagger. She won't throw it. Aw, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not going to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You look at the dagger, you look at the shot, and you don't take it. Um, that brings us to uh, mummy time. Um, so, uh, Pharrell, you're getting grabbed, clutched by the mummy. You have advantage. Oh, well, that's uh, 19. That's a hit. That's a hit. All right. Constitution saving throw, please, sir. Okay. 17. You save. 22 bludgeoning. And 14, 14 necrotic. Big hit. All good? All good. <laughs> <laughs> from the bludgeoning, full necrotic. Right. It, 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 it just it reaches out and grabs you with like an un... Like, it just doesn't seem like it would be that strong, but there's like something magnetic and undead about the way it, it touches you as it just uh, corrupts your flesh. Um, the one in front of you... Uh, Stanley gets up like ooh, reaches his hands out again and goes grabby grabby. Uh, Fifteen, nope. no way, yeah, nope. it misses. And we are now uh, at Nash's saving throw. Oh boy, it's tense again. Okay, you Come ready on, for this? Scott. Come scared. on, got it. Terrified. Here goes. I'm not looking. A two. That's it. I'd lo- I'm dead. Now you're dead. Nash's body goes limp. Uh, I'm dead. Underneath <laughs> the corpse of the mummy. All all the solar mine knowledge lost. <laughs> no. Nash, Nash is dead. You're down, sir. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, Nash Egg is dead. Nails from the back goes. <laughs> Let the end begin. Um, and Stanley, it's your turn. Uh, Stanley <laughs> is. There's. Are there two mummies or three mummies? Was this guy still two. alive? No, he he was stabbed. He's dead. Okay, he's deadered. Two mummies um, remain. All right. Seeing Nash go down, uh, Stanley's going to do an Eldritch Blast to uh, first to the first mummy in front of him. Ooh, that's a natural. Wait, no, it isn't. What's going on with my roll? I know. If I change my dice, it's no, no longer a one. Did that show up to anybody? Did anybody see a roll come through? No. I don't see any rolls. No. 
Just oh, mine. it is. If you click the game log, it shows up. It's a 13 to hit. Wait, was it are a natural? Rolling, are you rolling in, uh, yes, it was a natural one. It was a natural are you one. rolling in roll 20? Yeah, yeah. I'm not seeing one. the rolls. Okay, it's a natural one, so it yeah. doesn't hit. Yeah, so as you fire out the Eldritch Blast, it careens back. Hits the wall behind. Um, All right. And it Second can't do beam. any further damage to Nash, so... 24 to hit. 24 to hit. Um, yep. That's a hit. Does it chain to anyone else, or just... Just hits the one target, right? Uh, it just hits the one target. That's two points of force damage. Okay. Third beam... 22 to hit. Yep. Five damage. All right. Describe how you just kill the creature with your Eldritch Blast. So Stanley frantically seeing Nash uh, go limp and stop going on the ground uh, realizes he's got to do something. So he just kind of puts up his hands and fires three blasts very erratically. The first one misses and the second one just cleaves the mummy in half and then one through the head as the body's falling apart. Okay, perfect. And then as it falls apart, it, it disintegrates into fleshy, brittly dust. And then uh, send diplomacy as a bonus action to go and stab the uh, other mummy. Alright, stab away. Man, that's a 13 to hit. Hmm hit oh okay uh it's gonna be nine points of piercing damage perfect uh, so you stab it dealing additional damage to the creature does not it's not slain but however it's you know as it cuts it sort of in the back of the leg and it like <clears throat> falters in front of you Varel. <coughs> and it is now Varel's turn unless there's anything else stanley wanted to do that's all i got all right Varel. all right well let's uh Slam this kneeling zombie with some <laughs> reckless attack. 23 for the first. The 5, 8, 9, 14 points of magical piercing. Okay, perfect. Describe your slaying of the creature. Just still in the stabbing motion it had touched me so i just right on the head give it a bonk (laughs) but it's sharp you give it a sharp bonk on the head and it it struggles underneath the and then it it disintegrates into fleshy uh brittly snowflakes all right and then uh this this heart is it still beneath me is it doing anything uh no no it's it's into dust okay okay just the wraps the wraps sort of descend and float down to the ground by your feet all right, well, I've got one attack. Is there anything left in the room? Combat's over. You are done, unless you were fighting egg nails. Uh, yeah, I'd like to head over to him. Okay. Still, you still, still have two more attacks. I will use my second attack to begin a grapple, and then... Sure. Let's do a grapple contest. He's not going to like being grappled. 25. Uh, <laughs> yep, you would. This <laughs> <laughs> little frail skeleton body. Ah. Right, you now have the lich. It's surprisingly strong for looking so rotted. You know, it's it's it will stay. It will take you strength and muscle to rip limbs from him, but uh, 
It's it's uh, his his body is desiccated, and you. I want to begin the it. process of opening the nearby sarcophagus with one arm and shoving him inside and sitting on top of the sarcophagus when he's inside. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, him in the locker. Strength roll to open the sarcophagus. All right. This is a higher DC because you got to hold him while doing it. Twenty six. Okay, <laughs> you open the sarcophagus lid, you toss egg nails into the sarcophagus, and you sit on the sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> and on his way in, he's like, no, wait, no, no, no. And you hear nothing as the sarcophagus is quite thick. And as I sit atop, my rage would end, as I have not been attacked. Well done, well done. All right, combat is done. Well done, everyone. Um, except for... Nash, whose corpse is lying in spread eagle style on the ground. Yeah, well done, everyone, except Nash, who's dead. But well done. Sorry, maybe that was not a tasteful way to put that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to someone passing. No. Stanley would, uh, immediately following uh, combat, would throw a level one healing word at Union just to pick her up, because he doesn't necessarily know she's stable. Uh, that would be man. What is up with my rolls not showing up for me? There, uh, nine points of healing for her, mm-hmm. and then he would take the ring on his finger, pull it off, and he'd say, "You all told me that when we went to Sigil, Nash was destroyed all but his heart, and he still came back. Maybe we just need, maybe he just needs his magic to work." And he'll put the ring on Nash's finger. Okay. He put the ring on Nash's finger. And nothing happens immediately. However, a moment goes by. And and is everyone sure? Oh, Varel's not. But everyone within the vicinity sort of looks around. You swear you see a little imperceptible movement of his body. Look, we're all in really bad shape, I think. I don't think there's any place safer than a sealed-off tomb that uh, we've already taken care of all the baddies in. There's not much else I think I can do for Nash except hope that he's going to be okay. What do you say we take a rest? Union says... Celele Prime, I think that's a fine idea. We've we've had a difficult day, and your companion has been slain. We need to gather our strength before we press on. But we can't wait here long. Who knows what other dangers lurk down here? Quite right, says Tungsten. Let's take a moment to rest and mourn your friend. Hope will quietly go take her place next to Nash, keep in like a thigh on him to kind of keep him warm. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Like, sit in that The thigh remedy, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it works every time. Okay. But that's where uh, she'll rest. Perfect. Alright, well, why don't we go for a little break here as everyone contemplates the passing of Nash. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, we're taking a break. When we come back, the the true fate of 
are uh, you know the movement was probably just him pooping his pants because you know that's how he's going to finish things he's just going to take a dump right there anyway we'll be back soon Yeah, it was just your body releasing its feces exactly as we all expected we'll be back soon come on back in a minute we're all going to go pee and drink And we're back for this part of today's session. Bo, it's back in your hands. Right, we return to the closed-off crypt in Pentel Vice. There are no exits in this room. There's the glow uh, only coming from Nash's forehead of his corpse as the vegetable peeling illuminates this room. Ash has been slain. He lies, body lies still in a few inches of corpse juice. Um, as the rest of the party gathers around, Hope has her thigh next to him to keep him warm, and Varel sitting atop a sarcophagus, keeping Ignales, the maggot lord, a lich, deprived of his magical powers in a sarcophagus. There are bandages and wraps strewn all about the room in the corpse juice. Um, there isn't really a comfortable place to sit on the ground in this place that isn't filled with disgusting fluid. Um, but right up on the sarcophagi. Yeah, they're covered as well. No. It's still possible to sleep. It's just pretty unhealthy, that's all. I'm going to need a shower. As the party deliberates what's to do next and and uh, how to handle Nash. Now, you had put the ring on Nash's finger, and he did exhibit some movement a little bit. You noticed it, Stanley. He had a movement. Um, I mean, Stanley's gonna just sort of sit there, eyes on Nash, not feeling very good about things. Feeling maybe a little responsible. And just kind of watch him while they rest. Now, this curse that I have, does it allow temporary hit point restoration or is it just healing uh, let's, like what's let's the review here so the rot inside of you you can't regain hit points and your hit point maximum decreases by 10 every 24 hours oh, or okay. 3d 3d6 uh, if you're reduced to zero you die you die and your body turns to dust oh Seems, um uh, yeah. serious yeah you can't regain hit points and it's what considered a curse? You it's said? a curse. Yes. Well, that isn't gonna do it. Oh, Varel's, oh, go ahead. Varel's being helpful, you know, down down the hall, as it were. What's wrong with him? Get him up. <laughs> uh, there's nothing to get up, Varel. He's gone. Still has all his meat. He'll walk it off. He'll float it off. He might. That's why I gave him the ring. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know what happened in Sigil. I don't know if it was special circumstances. He he moved a little. I put the ring on. He moved. Might have to put the ring on the heart itself. That's what he was in Sigil. After all, it was just a heart. I mean, it's 
seems a little grisly to tear into his body and pull his heart out. Can you hear it beating? Stanley's going to go and put his head on Nash's chest and listen very carefully. Medicine roll? Get him out of the goo first. All right. You, you, you lean down in the goo and you listen for his heartbeat and you hear not a heartbeat you hear gross what am I doing exactly <laughs> well, you're lying still and <laughs> you're not doing anything uh, here's something I don't know what it is. I don't know, Varel. It seems weird to cut his heart out. It seems counterintuitive to what we're hoping happens here. But you're the only one who saw him. I don't know what to do. You seemed fine last time. How's the baby? <laughs> yeah. Check my neck oh, like ba- a pulse. See if there's a little hand there or not. Uh, look at the baby hand. What's it doing? A uh, baby hand's limp, like the rest of his body. It's not doing anything. Hmm. Seemed to be its own person. <laughs> well, I... I'm wary to ruin the atmosphere, but I believe Nash is fine. So what do we do? Just leave him here? Well, we, and then... Lord of Maggots! Chief of Undead and whatnot. You hear it? Wait. Wait. I think I can do something. Everyone is coming with us. Get close. Oh. We'll catch you later, Lord of Maggots. Uh, has it seemed like he's been pushing like has my weight been used Uh, at all yeah the 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 tops of the cases are pure stone he's not very strong he's probably not getting out of there anytime soon okay i'll hop Mm -hmm. off and head over to hope yeah all right hope's going to look at everybody and then look at her hand and then she's going to cast teleport and try and get them back to the ship. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Let's see here. That's a big move. Um, where, which tab is your character sheet in? That's the game I'm playing right now. Quick, pose looking at tabs. Everybody be as quiet as possible. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Tab. So you have the spell teleport. Teleport. Okay, so let me look up this business here. If you have information on, on that helps me adjudicate how the spell will work. Uh, so it instantly transport, transports you and up to eight willing creatures of your choice that you can see within range. Um, the destination you choose must be known to you, and it must be on the same plane of existence. The familiarity with the destination determines whether you arrive there successfully. Bo, you roll a d100 and then consult a table here. That's if there's a mishap, right? 
table. Oh, uh, because it looks like there's familiarity, oh, and then there's mishap, okay. similar, off target, or on target. This is to determine whether you're on target. So you teleport everywhere. Now, um, as you go to cast the spell, though, um, you uh, without burning the spell, you intuitively understand that you are not in the same plane of existence as your ship. Oh, the ship is on its own. You were, you. This was never really described to you, but you were not on a prime material plane. You you don't know where you are, but you did travel through a weird sphere to get here. Oh no, the boat came yeah, through. The you guys moved with the boat. Us. It's right Never mind. Yeah. Okay, it is on the same. Perfect. Okay, and so your uh, familiarity that I have to seen casually viewed once description false destination. I don't know. What and that then I is. think it would probably be very familiar, is what I'd. Okay. I mean, you fly the thing. Yeah. Associated object means you possess an object. All right. Very familiar. This place have been often. All right. I'd say very familiar is probably right. Okay. Um, I have to roll a D100. Holy shit. And consult across your the table. <laughs> Are you teleporting with Nash? Yeah. Okay. Everyone but that. Yeah. Every, Burrell, Stanley, Union. Tungsten, Nash. Bye, badass tea. <laughs> we oh, said we, yeah. We said oh. come back, but we're not coming Sometimes back. things don't work out, man. Taking one for the team. All right, you were on target. Nice. So, uh, so you can't just... get. All right, so you gather everyone in a circle, and um, this sort of glowing sphere uh, emanates from outside of you and envelops everyone. And as it reaches the apex of its expansion, it closes back up, and you instantly appear on the ship outside of Pentelvice. And I will move our business over here. In I our, was not expecting to go here. But it's in our current state, right? Like, Yeah. Okay. It's in yeah. your current state. So I have... The elements Why are not quite right here. There's on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Would he be Nash there? Nash's soul transferred uh, into Bok Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so I'm not... Don't just be careful of the map. I am not... Uh, I was not prepared for this thing. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm a little caught off guard now by this move. Sorry, I just need, I'll need a few moments here. Um, so, okay, Hope, Stanley, you're here. Oh, Crooked Hand Row is still on the ship, of course. I just need to find everyone's tokens. Is there a Varel token? Why don't I see a Varel token? Turned into a Bok Bok. All right, I'm going to need a minute. Sorry, guys. Um, very cool move, though. Varel. We got Varel here. And we got Nash. Where's Nash Magard? We got Nash Magard. And let me just go grab the other two characters. I guess while he does that, what's the past tense of entombed? I guess, is that it? Is it entombed? Are you an entombed? 
In Entombed. Entombed. Just an ED at the end. And then to me? <laughs> are you into me? How into me are you? <laughs> I'm updating my Varel titles. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Entombed of the Maggot Lord. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it's the six of you, right? There's nothing else, uh... Six of you. Just the friendlies in the room. Well, well, well. um, Yeah, that's got to work. Okay. (laughs) All right. Didn't didn't expect things to go in this direction. Uh, You've teleported out to the boat. And so now you're outside uh, upon the, the ship who's docked in front of the pyramid. Um with a star field all around otherwise. And uh, Uncle Sever, the ghost elf of Uncle Sever, looks shocked. He's like, what, what? You're back already? Uh, all, already? How long were we gone for? Oh, maybe half a day. You didn't spend the night. You haven't, you haven't rested since you got no, in No, I don't think we did. Looks like your one light was the chap with the um, face mask. And oh, oh, your friend Nash there, he's down. Oh. We need a healer. Uncle Sever looks at him and... I'm sorry to say, lass, she lo- it, it, it looks quite dead to me. Well, Nash is a strange individual. He's harder to kill than... Most Actually, it might be something that my father might know about. I don't know if anybody wants to ask him, but uh, his experience with Nash might be able to explain what's going on with him. Let's head back. We have tungsten. The Um, elves also might know something. That said, if there is a healer on board, I don't know how it works with ghosts. Uh, Anybody here know how to heal anybody? Um, oh, I gotta go dig through my notes. I have the crew manifest. Hang on. Somewhere. Um. Character list. That should have it. Alright, first mate, cabin boy, quartermaster, carpenter, arcane gunner, powder monkey, master at arms, helmsman striker. I'm sorry, powder, powder monkey? Powder monkey. Is this the first we've heard of the powder monkey? Well, he's not a monkey. The powder monkey is a role. It's the guy who's good at ammo. Well, if I have to re-roll a character, I'd, I have an idea. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's already making his new character. He's like, all right, Powder Monkey is here. Yep, Powder Monkey, oh. the race I was unaware of in the game. You could, it's not a race. It, it's He's I know. the guy. It's he, We're introduced to him. It's Horzeus uh, Guispinar. Uh, they call him Dirty Boy. I don't remember this at all. He's one of the crew members. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Uncle Sever looks to you and says, Well, we can ask your father, but also we've got Dr. Daffodil on board. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I wish we had come up with Dr. Paste because I would <laughs> call him Dr. Paste from the other day. But uh, we got Dr. Daffodil on board. Um, Perhaps he can look at the Nash and find out what's wrong with him. Well, I mean, Nash is, uh, he's dead, but possibly recovering. But I'm, I'm really not, I'm feeling a bit off and magically not able to heal myself. 
something down there did something to me. Tungsten looks to you and says, You're wounded. Would you care to show me your wound from the beings down below? Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't remember where he grabbed it. It was like my arm or... It was your arm. Yeah. Maybe you roll up your sleeve and have a look yeah. and, and, and Tungsten goes... Makes a face like, ooh. Alright. It, it looks like you've been inflicted with a mummy curse. Oh. We'll have to get that removed. Um, My arm? No, not your arm. That, oh. Sorry. No, not your arm. Um... We have to remove the curse itself. Uh, I actually know some incantations to remove the curse. Um, why don't I see what reagents they have aboard the ship and I can take care of it right away. Um, Sever, says Tungsten, immediately familiar with his name. Please show me where the... Uh, take me to Dr. Daffodil's office so I can begin preparing a cure for the... Stan, uh, Stanley's corpse, uh, corpse. Stanley's curse. I'm dead. <laughs> it killed me. Stanley's curse. And then Uncle Sever says, um, "It's right. It's right where we last left it. You know where it is." All right, then I'm going down below. And then um, Tungsten immediately makes his way down below to the doctor's place. Hope's going to entrust Nash's body to Varel and warn Varel not to cut him open just yet. And then she'll head to. Um, the helm and she'll get ready to get the ship going so they can head back okay uh, perfect so hope you head to the helm um, yeah alright you head to the helm and uh, yeah okay I'm, I'm sorry I'm really thrown off that teleport was a nice move but I didn't expect to be going there today so my prep is not in this direction I apologize uh, you move to the you move to the helm to, to take care of that um, yeah what else what else does anyone want to do? Hose. Hose? I suppose. Oh, oh. Sorry. I suppose. <laughs> I thought you said hose, too. <laughs> I faint nothing. <laughs> you know, celebrate. Uh, I suppose there's no avoiding it. Varel, would you be kind enough to bring Nash's body below decks? I'll ask my father about it. I'll lift up Nash head down okay so Varel you uh, you taking him down to the, the hold where uh, Stanley's father is or j- where are you sending him yeah we're going to take him down there before you leave Stanley uh, your uncle says oi nephew yes are we pulling out uh I mean I think so I I leave that up to hope. I don't necessarily feel great about leaving Badass T behind, but he was uh, not in any condition to be traveling with us either. Um, whatever she says is fine. Okay. Right then. Um, <clears throat> make sail, I suppose, Hope. The captain's orders. All right, Hope. Gets the ship ready to get back to that hole that they popped in. Pop out the hole and then right. set coordinates to, I believe, Mars. As, you go, to set, as you go to set uh, coordinates, I need everyone else to take their headphones off, please, except for Kristen. Cool. The hooded figure appears in your visual periphery. 
He says, aren't we forgetting something? I can always come back for it. You've waited this long. This was not according to my desire. Look, if you're going to blow me up, then just let me know so I can jump off the ship. If you wish to continue benefiting from my power, you will need to prove your fealty to me. Look, I don't have any fealty to you. I only put this on because I thought it would save my friends. Okay. Those are those are not good words to say. No. Um, those are not good words to say. And uh, let me just see here. Did I remove that part? Sorry, one second. I'm just reading. Okay, so I, because this, yeah, this is a little bit different. I'm sorry I wrote so much text on here. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I okay. mean, it's an epic artifact. No, but it's just, it's also variant uh, uh, as well. So, um, listeners may, I know a lot of listeners are familiar with what, uh, what we're doing here with this thing, but it's also not quite what they're expecting. So, um, <laughs> and I may have been reading that stuff a little bit recently, so I'm a bit confused. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now that you've you've denied him his wish, uh, he says, It is important we retrieve another artifact from Pentelvice to fully achieve the power that you could wield and defeat your enemies with. No, I have to get my friends out of here. We can come back later if you really want it. This is a mistake, Hope. And he disappears. All right. Oh, let's see. we're just putting our he- your fingers to Scott and we're... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There you go. It's okay. Um, at my sheet. Okay, so <clears throat> That's fine. Um, so, hopes uh, you've had your interaction and you prepared the ship for movement, and you pull out of dock and begin making your way towards the sphere back to your own, I guess, plane of existence. Uh, well, you wouldn't know that that whole conversation, but you know, back to wherever that sphere takes you in the purple clouds again. Um, Stanley, you make your way downstairs with Pharrell carrying Nash. Uh, you head down towards the second floor of the ship uh, and then to the hold where your father's uh, face is carved into the wood of the the ship. Uh, You open up the panel and descend down the stairs. You find the room is lit magically uh, by glowing sconces. Um, And the face is there. An excellent sculpture of your father's face um, sculpted into the wood, uh, unmoving. Uh, hello, father. All right, so the the face speaks, although the the wood does not move. You just hear the voice. 
It echoes a little bit throughout the room. Stanley, it's good to see you. Well, I have a question for you. Um, our companion, Nash Magod of the Solar Mines, um, my understanding is that you are quite familiar with him due to some quite frankly insane sounding business but uh, he was killed uh, in our last endeavor but previously he has regenerated or returned to us uh, at least that's what I've been told and even now his body seems to be moving slightly making strange sounds I was curious if you knew anything about this. Stanley. Just let me tell you, it warms my wood. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's creepy. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a heart. He's a boat. He's made of wood. It warms his wood. Uh, it warms my wood to see... To see what a man you've become. I've heard from the shipmates that you've become the Selele Prime for the Elhandari people. Our people. And I'm very, very proud of you. Look. Beyond how immediately weird this is, Father, I... I don't know how to feel. When we were the place we were just at, I got... Uh, I got ensorcelled by a thing. Yeah. It... Uh, I think it managed to do it by showing us, you know... Based on what Varel is telling me, what I can only assume is our happiest ideal... And I can't deny that you being there maybe means deep down I don't feel the way I think I feel. But it also doesn't change what I know. Your journal said that you knew exactly the path my life would walk, and you still let it happen. You still let mom and you be taken from me knowing full well what was to come for me. Being a slave, making my way through the desert with nobody. I don't know how you could possibly be okay with that, regardless of any foreknowledge you might have. I wasn't okay with any of it. You have to understand that our lives are not... We're, we're, we have a burden. There's only one way forward. To rid our home, the originally the home of humans, of which you are part human, of the scourge of the weir. Not only, they will not stop at this one planet. They will annihilate all of creation now think of all that you've seen on earth 
in the outer worlds, in the firmament, the places you've been that I can only dream of visiting. All that will be gone. It will be purged into a universe made of chrome. The principal, who's a man who seemingly shifts sides, one minute a protector, the next a dominator, a religious fanatic. He was once a man of earth, and he still has the mind of a mundane man of earth, twisted and maddened by the chrome that he's infused himself with. And even now he plots with the weir in some sick game to get what he wants, which is to turn everything in this all of creation into chrome and of which he'll become lord of. Total annihilation is his plan to rid the universe of the weir. And the only way I can see forward is what Nash Maggard told me would happen we have to face the principle we have to defeat him then we have to close the door to the weird world forever and I couldn't sit by and let everything I love become chrome and destroyed and it broke my heart but every day I prepared as much as I could for you to get what you had to get done and if you don't understand that, uh, don't forgive me. I don't expect it. That's the burden I've carried. And I know it's been a burden upon you. But you and your companions have true hearts of a hero. And I know you're going to see this through. And that's why I say again, I am so very proud of all that you've endured. And the man and elf you've become I definitely understand what you're saying Lord knows I've had to make decisions that I wasn't proud of for what I felt was the greater good but it doesn't erase night after night wishing you guys were back I know my son so what's the deal with Nash? Nash is a creation. He's a failed experiment by the principal himself. <laughs> Cast out into the wind. Used for parts. He will come to reclaim his creation at one point or another. He was pressed in the flesh pits, flesh pits of clench. And thus, so long as that dragon metal heart of his remains imbued with the structure of his DNA, his body will recombinate. You can hasten the process by introducing him to biologic material, preferably in the flesh pits of clench. But that place is guarded by the umbilical order. Not easy to access. One thing you might try is either 
having him surgically installed into another living being that may hasten the process or you may try taking that heart and embedding it in excrement (laughs) (laughs) can I simply ask why on earth that would possibly expedite the process excrement is biological material (laughs) man so the good news Scott you're not dead the bad news is Bo's gonna really make you pay for Mm -hmm. dying (laughs) sounds like you got two options I just it's hard to find people willing to have a Nash installed in their body with foreknowledge of what he is wouldn't a meal be preferable <laughs> Being more powerful and not absorbed. The key is the excrement is unused. Uh, the meal hasn't been eaten yet. A meal rots. A meal rots in the in the time that it would take. So, sure, try some food, some rotten food that might work too. A fresh food till it becomes rotten, or fresh food. I'm gonna be honest with you. We didn't try fresh food <laughs> before. <laughs> You may be onto something. Would anybody suffice? I'd like I'd like to point out something before because this is a bit embarrassing for me. This information came from Nash himself that I knew. So <laughs> great. Oh, well, that might explain why it seems strange. We never had. I, I never had to do it. So your, your results may vary, but you can take that take that heart out and plant it in something so it grows better. I mean, does it have to be a human? Could it be anybody? Does it have to be a living body? It can, it can be anything, just as long as it's living and got nutrients to, to take. Do you know how long it would take for him to reconstitute himself if we just left the process alone? Um, he told me it was about one body part a day. So, a couple weeks, depending. All right. Well, uh, thank you. This is helpful, if not strange, information. My life has been nothing but strange since Nash Magard showed up that first day in my life. It forever put us on a course that I never intended for us. Well, that certainly makes two of us. But I'll tell you this. If it weren't for Nash Maggard, I never would have met your mother. And you never would have been born. Well, I could have done without that knowledge. And certainly, he can't hear us, right? He's just a reconstituting body. Because I certainly don't want that to be information he possesses. As I said, my son, I don't know. He didn't. This didn't happen when when I was with him. I don't know what happened to him. When our circle of heroes got disbanded, uh, a lot of people disappeared. Grosjil disappeared. Monsoon disappeared. And well, we know what happened to the principal. Nash Magard, on the other hand, no idea where he went off to. Never heard of him from him 
You didn't see him in Pentelvice, did you? I don't think so. At least not that we know of. You didn't see anyone else in Pentelvice? There were mummies and were people and... You gotta ask yourself how Tungsten ended up there. And I think it was the principal's doing. You and it makes he... me wonder if he put anyone else in there. Well, we barely survived our first foray into it. I'm not entirely sure we're going to go racing right back. That's up to you, my son. All right, Vera, let's uh, get him back above deck. We can figure out where we want to plant him later. <laughs> I'll carry him up. All right. All right, so you carry him upstairs, and uh, as this conversation takes place, Hope, um, you make it through the boat. The ship makes it through the sphere, leaving Pentelvice space, and you're now back in the purple clouds of the ship, lightning bolts striking across throughout the ship. Uh, not hitting the ship because you're in a safe area, but you do have to navigate your way back out of the the, the purple nebula. What would everyone like to do next? Uh, Stanley would seek out Tungsten to uh, see if he's ready for the healing. Um, that would be the only thing he'd really worry about. Okay, so um, you return, uh, you head to Dr. Daffodil's office. Now, Dr. Daffodil is a female ghost elf, and she has like a, a large amount of equipment, ghost style, attached to her. Um, Outfit essentially like these like pockets with lots of little different pliers and saws and, and knives and things of that nature. She has her hair tied up, and uh, she's sitting there at her desk along with uh, with uh, tungsten. Tungsten greets you and says, "Hello, Stanley. Good that you're here. Um, I'm ready to go. I've got all that I need." Great. Let's uh, let's get this mummy rot taken care of. All right, please sit down next to me, and um, uh, just, if you feel any pain, let me know. And as he does, I'm just looking, yeah, uh, so he sits down, and he presses, he takes an item from her table. It looks like these, like, series of glass, uh, glass, like, well, pieces of glass, almost like monocles, but attached to a center thing, and he, like, puts it up against your arm, and he turns them around and like tries to focus in on it. He sort of taps on the device and then he says Rectus Miko Enja and touches the curse with his hand and you hear and the rot begins to and it sort of moves through the glass lenses and and as it moves through each lens it becomes less and less and it he And the curse is gone. And you feel lighter. Your arm feels back to normal. There's no more black veins running from the point of impact. Uh, that's not too bad at all. Thank you. Oh, glad we had a fully equipped uh, boat here. Um, your Uncle Sever, he's a prepared man. 
You're lucky yeah, elf. I was uh, surprised to find out you knew him. Well, um, I'm from Elhandar, and I know that uh, Union tells me you're the Sileli Prime. Um, I'm, I am of that place. Tell me, um, now that we have a moment to speak, how is Dunglestar? You know, he's, uh, well, I mean, you know Dunglestar, um, well, but, is he healthy? Uh, is he good? I, I'm looking so forward to seeing him. Well, he's cantankerous, would be the word I would use, but healthy otherwise. Oh, poor Dunglestar. My love. Oh, we have not seen each other for a long time. I'm sure he must be sick with worry. I mean, he's he was upset. He was concerned, for sure. He will be very surprised. We'll be heading back to, to Mars uh, immediately? Uh, I believe so. I think that's... I left it up to hope, but I, I think that's the plan. All right. Okay. Perfect. So, um, what, what would you like to do next? What's the group want to do next? You have your curse removed successfully. Congratulations. Well, we're on our way. Um, there was a room set up with a bed as well that was next to my tub. So I will go pull down the bed out of the wall and put mash in it. And then I'll kind of stand over here and be like, hmm. Sort of arrange his hands behind his head, try to like make him look comfortable. Hmm. Tuck him in, kind of do the, do the under the back pushing of the blanket so he's really burritoed in there oh that's a great feeling if only it was alive to feel it and I'll get into my tub and sort of just stare at him okay perfect and uh, with that as you're in Dr. Daffodil's office um, Uncle Sever floats in from the from the dock and comes down to see you and says Captain Billings Right, we're back in the Purple Nebula. And I want to know, uh, it wasn't quite safe traveling through there. I want to know if you want to take some time to rest before, recover your injuries before traversing this uh, cloud. Uh, Yeah, that would probably be the best. We're not able to uh, circumvent it. We're not able to warp through it. We gotta forge ahead. Well, we don't have any means of traveling faster than that unless, um, unless your friend could pull that teleportation trick she did that second time. I hear she teleported you out. That might be one way of doing it, um, but I, I don't know if that's possible for an entire ship or not. Well, I'm not looking to get anybody else killed today, so why don't we, uh, why don't we anchor it outside the nebula for a little bit and uh, give ourselves a, a good night's rest before we attempt anything? Right, I'll tell you. He floats back up. Oh, <clears throat> Captain's yeah. orders. We're not flying through the nebula till you've had a chance to rest. Look at you. You're all beat up and wore out. Okay. You look like hell. And I don't mean that offensively, but we think it's a good idea if you get some rest before traversing the, the gaseous purple. Yeah, sounds good. Right. All right. Handsome rope take over for her. We'll keep watch out here. If there's anything that goes on, we'll tell you. Very good. All right. So I assume the party's going to settle in for an evening of sleep and rest, long rest styles. Yeah. So yep. I'm why going don't you... full uh, Weekend and Bernie's 
on Nash here. Like, I assume he's in there. He's aware. So he's going to join us for dinner. He's going to sit up. He's going <laughs> to have a book in his lap. You know, whatever I can do to keep him entertained. I'm sure it's boring in there. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> Amazing. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, so while everyone's resting up and, and setting their sheets uh, ablaze with the recovery, um, we're, we're going to spend some time with uh, Scott here, Nash. Okay. So, Nash, um, you find your consciousness uh, coming back into consciousness as you're seemingly floating in a red, fiery realm of cyclones. So you just look all around, down, to the left, to the right, up. You just see fire cyclones everywhere, just an endless field of open air, but red cloud and red cyclones. And then before you, the the sort of energy outline of a dragon form flies and hits the rise. Then it flies up and stands before you and it goes big, large, it, not leathery because it's made of lasery light. And it speaks to you. It says, what happened? Nash. We find ourselves here again. Can I respond? You seem to have a voice, yes. Okay. I'd say, uh, I think I'm dead. To those outside of your state, yes, you are dead. But we've been here before, haven't we? Uh, have we? I don't remember talking to this guy before. This is just a Nash. You've been in the realm of fire before talking to a voice. So way long ago, like back when. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame you for not remembering. Pre-Dragon, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. And it isn't quite the same as it happened previously. The voice is different. You're actually seeing what you're speaking to. Is there uh is there anything I can do to not be dead? You must push. You must find the will to make us outward again. I will help you. Okay. I am your dragon form. I am you. We will do this together. What do I need to do? You need to push, Nash. Push. And push, push what? It's like going to the bathroom. Push. <laughs> I was afraid of that. Okay. I can do that, but what, what direction do I push? In all directions, as if your entire self were growing, and I will push with you. And the dragon flaps up, reaches dragon arms out to hold your hands. Okay, I'll just go. Take my hands, (laughs) Nash. Okay, and I'll grab his little front hands. Yeah, so your little hand, these large dragon hands are grabbing your little front hands. Yeah, yeah. And you begin twirling around in a circle, like sort of cinematic style, as you like sort of 
swirling around these cyclones of fire. Uh, I need you to make a push roll, please. Okay. Um, just a roll a d20. Tell me the result. Just a d20, eh? Yep. No modifier. Oh, now we roll nice. An 18. Push good. Come on. <laughs> Come on, little one. Push. Yeah. Push. Roll again. Okay. A 17. Push. That's good. That's good. Push more. Now roll two d20s, please. Okay. First one's a 12. Whoops. <sighs> Shit. I, I rolled two by accident. Let me roll, roll one by itself. A six. Okay. Uh, sorry, what was the result? It was a 12 and a six. Okay. Push, Nash. Push. Now, roll three d20s, please. Three d20s. Here we go. All three at once. Uh, a one, a seven, and a five for 13 total. Okay. You're falling behind. Push. Push harder. Push with flame. Roll four d20s, please. Okay. Uh, that's a 12, 6, 11, and 18 for 47. Okay, perfect. Good, good. And as you push, flames surge from underneath you and encompass you in a cyclone of fire. And you begin to raise up. Push! And you push with all your might and you yell at the dragons going, Ah! And so you yell. I don't know. Uh- you yell. You want me to just yell? Yes, yell. Ah! <laughs> yes. The dragon and you yell and you listen and you go, ah! And you yell so hard, you ah! black out. Ah! You I'm yell like, so hard, you black out. My wife's going to come down here and see if I'm okay. All right. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> um, all right. So um, you all got your long rest. Yeah, Varel, you um, all right? Just before waking, you're not quite awake yet, Varel. But Nash, um, you're in darkness. All right, and now I need you, you. You have to try and open your eyes because you can't see, but okay. you feel they're shut. Okay. Yeah. Do I do that with rolling? Um, well, you're gonna try opening your eyes. Yeah, I'll try. I'll make the attempt. All right, athletics check, please. Okay. <laughs> Athletic eye opening. Uh, that's a thirteen. Okay, so you force open your eye, and you see red and veins everywhere, Ugh. and you hear You're going to have to be able to punch your way out of this fleshy business. Okay. Make another athletics roll, please. Athletics roll coming. Uh, six. Uh, not good enough. You're going to have to attack it. Make an attack roll with your eyeball, please. All right. An 18. Okay, it's a hit. You uh-huh. push with your eye and split the flesh. And then all of a sudden you see Stanley Billings, Captain Stanley Billings' boat all around you. Pharrell, you hear a little noise and you open your eye and you see a little eye stalk burst out of uh, Nash's chest. Uh, and, and Nash, you see Pharrell. Uh, the cycle begins anew. Okay, hold on. <laughs> So do I, I don't have any voice or anything, or do I? If it's just an eyeball. Uh, try talking? I'll try talking. 
Yeah, no voice coming. Nothing? Out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, well, yeah, we're back to the same rules again. You are now right. a heart and you have an eyeball. <laughs> and every day you'll get a new body part. Although, hopefully, your party has figured some way to expedite the process so that you grow new limbs. Okay. Is, this, um, is this one of those scenes where, like, the actor can hold the camera and, like, walk over and my schnoz gets up and, oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. An eyeball up. kind of. Fish bowling into there. Oh, yeah. Nah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do you need anything again? Do you? Would... Oh, this one's gross, Nash. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you right now, just so you, you understand the rules of your character, you will be able to float. You still have underwear DNA. Okay. Um, you will be able to grow a limb once per day. Okay. And we'll make a roll. Sometimes you might be able to do two. You can also, however, change into dragon form still. That's still an ability of yours. However, you won't be able to hold any inventory, so you can't really use any of the other items that you have. Right. So if you have anything equipped, on a, make sure they're unequipped on your sheet. So I have nothing. I'm not going to lose it all, though, this time, right? We can keep a hold of my stuff. Well, yeah. As Until you get pockets, you're going to have to ask someone to hold your shit for you. Or you can just keep it on board the boat. So don't remove it necessarily from your character sheet, because... You have a home base, so your stuff so far is safely stored on your, your ship. But, okay. But if for some reason you leave the boat, you won't have your stuff with you. Right. But And right now you're stuck in the body, so you can't float right now. You're all, only your eyeball is poking out of your chest. Doesn't Nash, or chest. doesn't somebody still have a bag of holding or something? Somebody does, right? Or did we get rid of that? Yeah, no, maybe. It's, it's hard gone. To, it's it gone? Got to, it got erased. All right. Um, all right, well, that's fine. So, yeah, so I can be, you, you're saying I can be a dragon. I can't equip anything. And will can't I can't equip anything. You can float around with the speed of 10 and, or no, yeah, with the speed of 10. Speed of 10. And um, you grow a limb every day. And in dragon form, you will be able to speak and do everything a dragon can do. So you still can be dragon. Right. If you need, okay. If you really need to communicate something. Until you grow a mouth back. Now, how, what's my status in terms of hit points and stuff? Am I? Uh, you're fully rested. Fully rested. Okay. Yeah. Let me. Uh, how do you do that in here? And this thing thinks I'm dead. Um, oh, here we go. Restore un- life at full HP. Here we go. Restore life. Confirm. All right. Nash is back to 106 hit points and is floating around like a heart. Well, I guess I'm not floating anywhere. You're yet, not floating. You're stuck in the body right yeah. now. You need help getting out, but you're having a hard time communicating that to Varel. Is there any, is there blood? Uh, there's a little pool of blood around where you popped your eyeball out of your flesh. Okay. And is there any surface anywhere near where the eye can reach? Just the, your, your corpse. It's maybe like, you know, a couple inches along the stalk that's poking out of the Oh, that's uh, all? Okay. Chest. I was going to write a note or something. And you're kind of pinched through the ribs a little bit. It's a tight squeeze. All right. I'll kind of wiggle around aimlessly because I can't even make an expression, so I'll just... The only thing you can do is blink potentially in Morse code if you know. <laughs> oh, I can blink, so I have flesh, um, I got like you're, eyelids? You're an eyeball with an eyelid, yep. Eyelashes too. Alright, I will blink at um, Varel rapidly hoping he'll just, some something will shake loose in his mind about, oh yeah, right, after the that other mess, and this is what we ended up with. Just trying to, you know, give him a hint as to what's going on here. 
is it messy? Is he is he like emerging with force from his own body? Um, yeah, he emerged with force, like chestburster, but it's an eyeball stock, and now it's whipping around frantically trying to communicate something to you. It's clearly trying to communicate, like, but you, it's you're not, you know, oh, it's incoherent. Nash, calm, calm down, and I'll scoop sand and throw it at the heart. Calm down, <laughs> calm down. Uh, well, the heart, the heart's still inside the body. You only got a, an eye stock sticking out of his chest. So now I got dirt in my eye. (laughs) It's no good. Dry it out. Should I blink if blink twice if you'd like me to dislodge you? Uh, so I can blink. Okay, you can blink. I will blink twice. Okay, (laughs) that sounds terrible. But let's do it. I'll put a hand on his chest and I'll reach in and rip out the heart. Okay, make a strength roll, please. Okay. 21. Okay, <laughs> so you reach into his chest and you, you, well, you reach and grab the sternum out and just rip the entire rib cage, just like pull it out. <laughs> it's all stringy. It's like pulling a bundled pile of wires from apart, except with flesh and blood. <laughs> you pull that out and you lift in and you see inside the metal pacemaker with an eye stock growing out of one of its sockets. And it's just moving around a little bit. And Nash, you're free to float if you want. But before this happens, there's a knock on the door. And you hear, Candace! Candace? Uh, oh, Georges. Oh, Georges. <laughs> I'm busy, Georges. <laughs> I'm predisposed. Georges. And then you, hear, well, you don't hear anything, but you, you sort of think he might have gone away. Could be a little awkward. All right, come on out. All right, you can float if you wish now. You're freed from the prison of the ribcage. Then I would do that. I would float open heart style. All right, you float. And yeah, <laughs> open heart style. Yeah, what's it, whatever it looked like before when I would float around. That's yeah, you look. So your, your heart is made of metal, yeah, right? Yeah. Dragon metals, black obsidian. So yeah. you float out and about, and it's got like little, you know, dials on it, buttons. Like it's a sort of high tech piece of machinery that is works in place of your heart. And it floats out, and there's an eye stock uh, looking around. And uh, yeah, there okay. you are. All right, I will float. Um,. I'll float toward Varel, just staying with Varel. All right. Leave my body where it lies. Do you want anything done with this? And I point at his body. (laughs) (laughs) In my head, I'll say, how many blinks? How many blinks? (laughs) (laughs) His eye stock just goes... Right. Ah, uh, this again. Okay. Um, uh, two blinks to throw it overboard. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Since I have some movement, I'm gonna go like this. Like, okay. shake my you, head. You can no. nod no with your eye stock. Yeah, I'm gonna odd. I'm gonna do uh, odd. I'm gonna do that with but my nod. You're gonna need this. It's it's beaten by mummies, covered in goo. <laughs> It smells atrocious, frankly. <laughs> You've been rotting for at least a day. What what off this corpse do you desire? I'll go. Um, I will try to look at my corpse's gear. Just 
take it off of the body. Do with the body whatever you want, but take that stuff off of there is what I'll be thinking and aiming my eye at like my staff. And... <laughs> the eye just goes. Yeah, I'm just like poking at the things I want. Okay, so the, eye, the, the the heart then moves to the pockets and starts. You can scrape things out with your eye stock. Yeah. Um, just be careful around sharp objects. So I, I imagine vegetable peelings are coming out. Just get the vegetable. <laughs> yeah. and you point to the vegetable peelings with your eyes. <laughs> I go and sort of start arranging it all in the bed like we're packing. Like it's all kind of laid out as staff, whatever he points at. Is this everything? <laughs> um, I'll nod. <laughs> I'll nod, I guess. if he, Did he get everything? Do I know? Yeah, he got okay. everything. Unless you have something hidden, like in I your, have nothing um, hidden. Crotch hole. No, the nature's pocket is empty at the moment. Nature's um, pocket. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't have anything in okay. there. So I will. Uh, okay, then I will do the eyeball nod that he got it all, and we're good. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let's go say hello to everyone, and I'll pick up your corpse, throw it over my shoulder, and. Alright, it bleeds all over you. It's just covered in blood. Let's see. Did you do it back over or front over? Um, that's a good question. Because front over would be the normal way to do it, but you're gonna you'll be covered in blood. Not that you probably care, but I do have limited sand too, so I would. Yeah, I I guess I'd cradle it like a bowl, so you know mm. the, the chest isn't facing downward. Do you take the sternum and put it back in its place? Just, or do you I think I threw that across the room, so it'd be chilling there for now. Oh, okay. <laughs> sternum stays. Okay, good. Just important. Um, all right, so uh, you exit the room, and where do you go? To Captain Stanley? Do you go to the deck? I head up to the deck. All right. It just so happens Hope and, and Captain Billings are, are up there upon the deck, so uh, you, the two of you turn around at one moment to see who's clambering up the stairs. And you see Varel holding Nash's body, uh, chest ripped open, and after a second, uh, uh, this metal heart with an eye stock floats up behind him. Hope upon seeing Varel with Nash's body is about to say something, but then she sees the heart, and it's just her standing there with her mouth open as she watches what's about to take place. Stanley, same. He's just mouth hanging open. <laughs> just, just, what do you say? <laughs> what do you say to this? I'll, I'll walk to the edge and turn back to the floating heart of Nash. Anything you want to say to this link at this one? <laughs> I would just kind of blink, you know, blink, look at each person and just look back at Pharrell and just sort of, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the ice stock goes. Ice stock's like, yeah, he's like, mm. <laughs> nothing to say internally this is incredibly frustrating to Nash he hates it wait a minute Nash can't talk Nash. this is the best form he's ever had <laughs> Nash is annoyed Behind by the way the you eyes. can still cast spells Nash as long as they don't require verbal or memento. oh cause we're out of there yeah yeah you have access to your magic but anything that is um Oh, I'm a medic. Uh, sorry, somatic. Like so, anything that requires you can hand gesture with your eye stock. You can't speak, so you can't do anything with a verbal requirement. And your dragon metal heart is your source, so you have the material covered um, as well. So just keep that in mind. Uh, 
if you have some way of communicating with your magic, maybe that's a, something you can do too. I could do. Like you have, do you still have the control sand spell or whatever? You could yeah. maybe spell words with sand. I have mold earth. I also have mage hand if I wanted to. You know what? I'm actually going to do that. I'm going to cast mage hand and push, push Stanley. Just push him. Not hard. Okay. Just you know, push. So a mage hand appears from uh, near the heart and it flies over to you to push you, but it it doesn't. It doesn't have a lot of force, so it just it's just on you. Can I control, can I manipulate the fingers of the mage hand? You can. I'll cast one more and have it float up and just bird, give the big old bird to Stanley. Just a big okay, middle there finger. there you go. Yep. Yeah. And then, Stanley <laughs> will go over and look at the little heart right in the eye and just kind of tap on the metal a little bit. <laughs> Nash, can you hear me? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and I would nod my eye stock that yes, I can hear him and do this. Stanley will lean in real close to the eye. It's an improvement. <laughs> and then he'll turn around and start to walk away, and his own mage hand will appear behind his head, flipping him off back. Great. Oh, we have a flip-off battle. Can we yeah. make two... Is it possible to conjure two mage hands at once or no? Probably not. No. Okay. No, no. I was going to have one come out and do this in front of him. Like oh, a, okay. Sex you, can still do, you can do half of it, potentially. Yeah. That's you true. could make your eye stock bounce in and out of. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice one, Chris. I would so do that. Yeah. I would go hurt, hurt, hurt through my little. The eye stock stands fully erect, and then the other hand just goes like this, yep. and he does that sign to yep, you. I do. I don't think that's the diss you are hoping it would be. <laughs> your eye blasting your own hand is uh, it's not quite as good. Hold on. Wait a minute. Will this work? Staley's going to cast Message and try and message Nash Maggard. Okay. Can you... Can you you hear this? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he can. I don't see... He can... He can... Target and only the target hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. But I don't have to have a mouth? Or is it telepathy? It's in the brain? It's magic. It, it says reply in a whisper, which sounds like it would have to be with yeah. His mouth. He doesn't have a mouth, so no. It's not if it's not telepathy. It has yeah, to be telepathy. Not. Oh man. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> telepathy. I don't. I don't have telepathy. Oh. oh. I don't think. It's my other character. So while you guys are flipping each other off, Pharrell is kind of getting a little impatient holding the corpse, uh, waiting for a decision on what to do with it. Hard to blame him. Oh, uh, what? yeah, what are we doing with that? Do you not need that, Nash? I will shake my head, but kind of point of Pharrell, meaning he knows that I need to stop. I'll, I'll try to convey that with motion. Or like, well, yeah, actually, he's got the stuff, so I'll, I'll float over and like poke the stuff. Is it just the naked naked body that Varel's holding right now? Probably not naked. No, it's oh well. You needed your robe and clothes, right? You take those. I mean, yeah. yeah I'd naked. want him to take. I guess I am. Well, yeah. it's got bandages on it. I'm as naked as I've ever been. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah. Let's throw that overboard. If you if we don't need it, let's get rid of it. And I'll nod. It's fine. Take it. Right. Tis just a vessel. At least we don't have to play M Sports this time, and I throw it. 
and and the, you throw the corpse overhead uh, out into space, and it floats out into the purple nebula, and uh, you you all watch it sort of float out with pretty good velocity, and then lightning strikes, it hits the, the corpse of Nashbagger, and Nashbagger's corpse disintegrates. Just flies everywhere wow. in a billion bloody parts and coats space in viscera, um, and then it all sort of floats out into the purple nebula beyond sight. Excellent. Incredible. And uh, we are at time for this week, so that's kind of a visual to leave our show on. I think. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and produced by Jerry Bruckheimer or whatever. Uh, for the record, <laughs> I personally loved everything M Sports. Yeah, and yeah. sports no, is I great. Know. It's yeah. okay to hate it in character, but to be like, it was good. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm good with that. And sports was a positive experience for everybody involved. Uh, all right. Well, well done, everybody. I don't know. <laughs> it was somehow Nash is both dead and alive, and we'll see what this means. I'm a little nervous about what it means for anybody else getting anything done because it takes a whole day to get a single body part back. Well, maybe maybe some, some of those solutions will yield. Maybe we'll fruitful. put you in some poop. Do I have to roll? I don't have to roll for that, right? No, I just I let you roll for bonus. Like you might you'll grow a limb, but maybe with a roll you'll get two limbs in a day. Ah, like see, that. there you go. Yeah. All right, well, we're gonna need your questions coming soon because uh, this is a weird one, and I want to hear what people have to say. I want to hear your questions about how this stuff works. Send those in. Uh, if you just go to the website, there will be dungeons.com. You'll find that there. You'll also find our support system, which you can sign up for immediately and be a part of and get great benefits uh, by doing so. Find out all about it at there will be dungeons.com. That'll do it for us this week. We're off next, right? That's a rebuilding day yep. or week. Yep. Uh, yep. So we're not, yep. So we'll start season three, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we've yeah. Is that how we've done it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're really, You're not we really going know back what we're talking to about. Vice that, uh, that's that done. Yeah, so so there's that. Uh, look forward to it. It's coming up sooner than you think. That's uh, And we'll let you know. Follow us on Twitter. There will be dungeons. Or there be dungeons uh, is what we are on Twitter. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Kyle, for John, for Bo, and for Kristen. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.